Hi, and welcome to SimCast, where we at Senior Insurance Marketing dive into all things insurance. We hope agents can utilize this as another tool to expand their knowledge and better assist their clients. This is Todd Brow with Senior Insurance Marketing, and um, we're happy to have um, with you Brandon Clay. Matter of fact, Brandon Clay has uh, books on Amazon about sales and um, and motivation as well. Everyone can use motivation, especially around uh, the COVID-19 that's uh, uh, having us all quarantined and, and uh, a new way of, uh, of living in that. So, Brandon, welcome to our SimCast uh, podcast, and uh, it's great to have you with us. No, always, Todd, always a pleasure to join in with you. So thank you for having me. So Brandon, as I mentioned in the intro that, uh, you know, with the COVID-19, um, you know, it seems like what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we were just kind of somewhat humming along just uh, in our day-to-day lives, had a, a Monday through Friday and had a Saturday and Sunday kind of separated the, the days and the weeks and the months, but that's all changed. So what it, kind of an encouragement can you give to us that uh, helps us through these tough times? Uh, it's kind of one of my philosophies is tough times never last, but tough people do. So can you share with us your thoughts, Brandon? Well, absolutely. And, you know, in sort of framing some things, I was actually taught out on a run. Uh, actually, on Saturday, I'd been in the basement for the previous two weeks doing what everybody else was doing, number one, in terms of my industry and the people we serve trying to bring peace to their mind, give them some preparation for the things they should be doing next to evolve their businesses. But I just decided it was a beautiful day. I live in Georgia. I went for a run. And as I was running, I did pass a clinic. And outside that clinic, there was someone in their car getting the, you know, uh, coronavirus uh, COVID-19 testing. And I'll admit to you, for that first moment, I felt guilty, uh, guilty that I was actually able to run, Guilty that I was enjoying this beautiful kind of glorious Saturday, and, and you're right, the days have been tough to distinguish. But then I'll admit, once I kind of had that kind of really intense moment of feeling guilty and, and then, yes, prayerful about the person, I then actually got washed in gratitude. And in these moments, we have to, you know, not have our head in the sand and know and, and think Pollyanna style that this is all just going to go away. But I would also think that the power of gratitude, which is one of the most powerful psychological things you can do for yourself, gave me a new perspective. And you mentioned it, that we're all going to get through this uh, in the sense of evolving and changing. But for me, it was that moment that gave me a deeper sense of perspective and that I was going to essentially be as positive as I could and be as focused as I could on all of the good things that are still around us and are still happening in the environment. You know, and that and that's so true. Just you know, sometimes we just got to be thankful for what we have, and and um, and um, you know, also the power of prayer does a whole lot of good for everyone as well too. Praying for ourselves as well as just praying for other individuals as well, and you know, and taking care of uh, um, you know our loved ones or our neighbors or people that we know that are elderly that maybe can't go to the grocery store and, and get the most hot item in the. Grocery store that can't 
they can't keep on the shelves is toilet paper. So, um, you know, just helping others. And I think it's changed our way of life and also changed our attitude. And, and um, any other additional thoughts you have, Brandon? You stepped you stepped right into the thoughts I just had, Todd. Um, that as I started washing myself in gratitude, and I mentioned that psychologically, it sets off a series of chemical reactions in the brain that are all positive. But when you have gratitude about your own situation, that creates a certain chemical response. But it's when you pay forward, it's when you do things for others that you actually set off a secondary set of those same chemical reactions. And science proves this. So gratitude sets one stage, but when you start giving and uh, you're allowing things to happen for others, um, and this is a time where I think the global community, uh, we're all facing this together. I mean, the, the financial contagion back a decade or more ago, while it impacted us all in very direct and specific ways, it didn't reach every corner, not every socioeconomic environment, not every race, gender, nationality, ethnicity. But this COVID-19 has no discretion. So in that global community sense, I have already seen great indicators that we are becoming more civil, that we are becoming more a cognizant of our neighbor. And even as I watch my neighbors walk around the block now, neighbors that some of them I haven't met, they're stopping to engage in conversations. So social distancing has not taken place of social connection. We just have to do it differently. And it's so true. And, I, you know, I kind of remember, you know, my mom uh, and dad growing up um, on the farm and, you know, they didn't, you know, have television. They just had radio. And, and you know, kind of what you're just saying kind of reminds me back, you know, uh, about my mom and dad. They just said, you know, we only had the radio and we had, you know, people over our place. Of course, you can't do it now, but we had people and we had more fellowship instead of just kind of, you know, what we were in before is to me, the hustle and bustle and, you know, got to do this, got to do that. And, and I think it's kind of maybe slowed us down and, and uh, realize and, and so to speak, smell the roses too. Any other thoughts? Agree. Any other well, thoughts you, know, you have can share with us, Brandon? So you mentioned about you know, uh, fellowship and feeling that sense of neighborhood and now global community. And certainly, you know, within the States, and I know you have an audience that's actually international. So we've got people listening to this that have their perspective. And kind of ironically, my wife uh, and her and her sister were actually going to Italy, her first oh, wow. trip to Italy. And of course, yes, that got canceled. But, but then they thought, that, okay, while we are disappointed, you know, and not being able to interact very directly with the communities, you know, your, your points about being prayerful, about giving affirming positive energy, and about giving into very specific things that will support those international communities, our local communities, and simply helping our neighbors um, is a concept that I believe we're going to see more of as time goes on. And none of us have a timetable, but this has been a great global introspection where people are now sensing mortality. And while that's a, a very difficult thing to say, what it ultimately brings out in a very positive way is the human spirit. And that is common to all. And in that vein, 
as you say, as long as we keep fighting and keep believing and innovating and, and having imagination around what can we do as we're isolated and sequestered? What can we do? I'm like, I'm right now, and not to add more layers onto the conversation, I'm focused on personal self-development. There are books on my wall that I've glanced through, but I've never actually had the chance to sit down and read. Um, I'm working out in my workout area. I'm working on myself mentally, spiritually, socially, physically, and to the degree that I can and within my industry financially. So, Todd, I think if a lot of people start using this downtime to call it that as a way to help themselves and grow, but then support the communities and, and that they live and breathe in, so to speak, I think this could be actually an opportunity for people to come closer to themselves. Yeah, almost kind of like a uh, rejuvenation, uh, you know, just to um, rejuvenize and kind of think about themselves and, and also kind of do um, – um, you know, build upon, you know, their strengths and everything like that, too. And uh, speaking of books, um, if you go to Amazon, um, the, you have, gosh, I'm looking here at Amazon, you have quite a few books out there. Um, you have, looks like one on change here. Is that correct? Actually, yes. So uh, about a little over a decade ago, I just wanted to create a self-development program. And I've always been in the sales environment and salespeople by design are always looking for ways to it, it mainly to grow, develop, learn, hone their craft, find the next new thing that can help them get better. And I'd always had these 10 concepts that I'd always kind of talked people through, but I actually just sat down uh, again a little over a decade ago and wrote You Change Now as a way for people to look at their lives, define, refine their goals, conquer their fears, to create tactical approaches to actualizing the things they want in life, uh, and yes, doing that mentally, spiritually, socially, physically, and financially. So that is one of the books that's actually available there on Amazon. Well, and also uh, you have uh, our uh, sale, the, the couple of sales books here uh, on sales, and also um, – the other one is uh, six hours to six figures, becoming a trusted um, uh, senior insurance advisor as well, too, which I'm, I know it would apply for other uh, fields as well. So um, um, any can you enlighten, enlighten us on um, some of those books as well, Brandon, that's on Amazon? So The Sales Crumbs, Todd, uh, was a book that was inspired by my father-in-law, who is still here. He's 84 years old. Uh, he was born in Guyana and then spent a lot of time in Trinidad in the Caribbean, and I married his daughter, of course. But we found out about 20 years ago that we were both in the sales world, and he had a lot of euphemisms and, and concepts he used to teach and nurture and mentor agents uh, in that region. And I just got a wild hair one day. I said, you know what? I want to combine something that's somewhat autobiographical with my entry into sales when I was 25 years old, but using him as a mentor, sort of like a Tuesday with Maury's, if you've read the book. And it turns out that Matt Palmer has 20 days of lunch with this old venerable sales guru, Leroy. And each day he teaches him a primary concept of sales. But it's very philosophical. and But at the same time, it provides that inspirational side of sales with the instructional elements. And the book became so popular amongst salespeople, those that have never sold before, to those that are seasoned and mature like you and I, 
And it then evolved into two more books because everyone wanted to see Matthew progress in his career. So even if you're not in sales, the books have things that are relevant to the way you would engage, whether you're a business owner. I've had, uh, I spoke at a Tupperware event years ago where there were a lot of people there that didn't feel they were salespeople and didn't realize that in, in essence, all of us in some shape, form, or fashion are in the sales profession. Definitely. I mean, and even when you're in college and and when you're in school or just even in life, there's some aspect of sales that uh, is taking place there. And because you're convincing, you know, a kid convincing his mom and dad to, uh, um, you know, take him to the Dairy Queen or ice cream shop to get some ice cream. That's, you know, that's uh, a sales pitch right there um, to convincing the mom and dad to do that as well. Um, so you've got a lot of books on Amazon. And uh, what's basically the the one that uh, you recommend most? So, you know, obviously they're somewhat industry specific, but my personal favorite and the one that seems to resonate most with people all over uh, the world, literally from Canada to the Caribbean, as I've mentioned, and other parts of the world have purchased it. But it would be sales crumbs from the master's table. Uh, parable in the sense of re- art imitating life. But again, enough philosophical things that for people that are struggling in sales specifically or new to it, I just think, Todd, it, it, it seems to have that constant message that gives people both sort of an inspired view of the way they are in a noble profession of selling, uh, but again, has certainly been uh, a well-respected and well-received read from people who aren't in the profession. So that would be my favorite, which normally you don't want to talk about favorites with children, but Mm -hmm. in terms of my books, my children, that would be my favorite. Okay. And again, you can get the the, uh, crumbs for the, Master's table on Amazon, plus also the the uh, you change you you change now book and the uh, six hours to six figures plus uh, other ones as well too. Uh, the lunch with Leroy and um, I encourage you to go to Amazon and uh, uh, select one of those books and and uh, purchase it and and read it. Um, especially right now, uh, it's a great time to do it. As we talked about earlier. We're, you know, we're all uh, in our uh, homes and um, and uh, just, you know, trying to trying to develop ourselves as well. And, uh, you know, I think another thing you mentioned earlier is that, uh, you know, giving, you know, now is a great time to uh, go through those closets and, you know, the the some of the clothes that uh, um you don't wear anymore. Um, it'd be a great opportunity to um, uh, give those to the uh, uh, the individuals that are in need, like the homeless shelters, Salvation Army, and that. And because, uh, like you said, uh, Brandon, when you give, it, it, it you feel good in the heart, and uh, you you feel like you've accomplished something, and and also you've given to others as well, so they can um, uh, cherish as well too. So, um, any other closing thoughts? Um, Brandon, uh, this is, you know, heard about from people all around the world here, our podcast. So any other closing thoughts? I think it it would simply be a word of encouragement. Um, And obviously, there's a lot of things that we don't fully understand. We don't know what the future is going to bring. And that that uncertainty breeds normally for some anxiety. But I would say don't give in to that anxiety. Don't give in to that worry. But begin to focus on, as we've talked about, the things you can be grateful for and let gratitude sort of 
inform your mental syntax. Do, as Todd mentioned, begin to give and share and com- commune with people in alternative ways. Look, I just joined Facebook for the first time. I've been People have been after me now for, uh, for years, and, and I just joined because I wanted to be able to connect to the tribe of people that I've come to know and love and respect. But I would say be encouraged. Uh, I would also say while being mindful of the circumstances, don't inundate your brain and your mind with a lot of the news and the things that are happening. Again, be informed. Just don't be inundated. And and in that respect, uh, Todd, I would say whatever your form of spirituality is, if you attribute it and ascribe it to a specific religion, go deep. Go deep into the heart of that belief system that gives you faith and hope in the future. And if you're not subscribe to something that's doctrinal by way of traditional religion, then just get introspective and know that as you've come through many things in your life, and I'm imagining everybody that's listening have been through some difficult things before that you've come through them. And so don't waste any needless hours in anxiety and worry, but spend all of the time and energy you can focused on the good things that can happen, what your life has as a blessing right now, and that we will make it through and that ultimately uh, this too shall pass. Uh, but Todd, I, that would be my closing thought: is to be encouraged. Wow, and Brandon, I'm I'm just going to leave it at that. That's uh, that's well said, and I think uh, I just appreciate you uh, uh, sharing your views, and uh, so we can share it with others uh, throughout the uh, world. And that, and uh, again. Um, you know, share this uh, podcast with your friends and your relatives or everyone um, so they can hear the message as well, too, of encouragement. So, uh, Brandon, um, I can't thank you enough for uh, attending and uh, being part of our uh, podcast today, um, especially during this time uh, uh, to the COVID-19 and everything like that. Uh, I just want to say a, a great hearted thank you for uh, for sharing your thoughts and everything like that uh and again everyone go to amazon.com um and uh, select one of uh, uh purchase one of brandon's books and and it's a good read and uh, uh it's very inspirational as well too so again brandon thank you i really appreciate it and uh thank you for uh attending our podcast today and also attend and uh, listen to our other podcasts that we have on our channel too Thanks, Brandon. All right. Thank you, Todd. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to tune in next time as we make the senior insurance market simplified.